Welcome to Headshots on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. We are a psychology and gaming show. My name is Osoy Cardona. I am with Patrick O'Connor. And this is a kind of holiday episode, Patrick. This is, I'm, I'm glad to have you on. We're going to talk about uh, kind of family and good times. It's going to be an upbeat <laughs> episode. Close the year off with uh, with some, some happiness, some joy, I'm hoping. Awesome. The idea of this episode came from <laughs> you telling me that your entire family is playing Super Mario Odyssey, which is, for me, like, joy the game. Like, this, is, this, this game has been just an experience of happiness from beginning to end. Just a huge smile on my face. And I love the stories you told me about uh, how your entire family is playing differently. And so I, I just want to talk about that, about how, first of all, how awesome uh, Super Mario Odyssey is. We can geek out a little bit about that. But then how different people play in different age groups and with different interests and, and how games like Super Mario Odyssey allow us to play differently. So welcome and, and, and how do you like Super Mario Odyssey? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think it's awesome. Uh, before this, my favorite Mario game ever was Super Mario 3D World. And before that then would have been Super Mario Brothers 3 because um, I was NES when I was a kid and then turned into Sega Genesis and then uh, the Playstations basically in that, that lineage and didn't come back to Nintendo until the Wii. And uh, uh, I, what was it? Was it Sunshine or whatever game that was on the Wii? I I never got. So um, 3D World was kind of like it felt so much like old games. So anyway, it was just uh, now playing this and getting into a new one that was that was fresh and exciting. It's um, I love it, especially because uh, even though I never played, I never I should say I never owned Mario 64. I played it kind of at friends' houses or watch friends play it. And this uh, first, I, I don't know what it is, but it just feels so much like a very, very updated, very rich kind of version of Mario 64. So it's, it's to me, it's kind of like getting to experience uh, the updated version of, of a classic for the first time. I think I'm going to put a spoiler warning on this because even though there isn't really a story to Super Mario Odyssey, there are surprises here, but it's been months since the game's been out. So if you haven't played the game and and you're okay with spoilers, stick around. Otherwise, I mean, we can keep it light. No, actually, no, forget it. Full spoiler warning (laughs) for this game because there's just too much cool stuff. And I'm I'm really curious how like different people... um, experience different parts of it and uh it's interesting so you never played the wii version that, that would be galaxy you never, oh, you never galaxy. played galaxy oh no never played it yeah no that uh super mario galaxy <laughs> is crazy because you're literally jumping from planet to planet like the levels are, are are out in space and there are um sections that are different planets and you jump from one it's instead of a platform you're jumping from one planet to another and the the areas are like a 3d a small very small planet and you're so. running around a planet. And the, the design of that is like no game I've ever played before or since. And well, except Mario Galaxy 2. But it is, it is so good, <laughs> the design. And, it, and, and it, felt, it felt so different. And I feel like even though Mario Odyssey feels familiar, it still does feel different. And it definitely feels different than any, any other type of uh, 3D platform or any other game that I've played in a really long time, but it still feels like Mario, especially when you get later in the game. Like, you've, have you beat the story? Uh, no. So when what? you talk about, oh, yeah, when, no. yeah, oh. when you talk about doing uh spoiler alerts, this is, uh, depending on what you say is going to spoil it for me, probably. Oh. Okay. My, wait, my, wait, okay. Let my daughter, not. my daughter's actually ahead of me. And so she's, she's turns five tomorrow. Um, and 
she's way ahead of me and uh at least i'm guessing way ahead so whenever she plays i have to look the other way or leave the room or something or else tell her to put it on on handheld mode so it doesn't get spoiled for me and same for my wife she's way 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 back um then we'll we'll get there but yeah she's uh all of us are at different points and i'm personally not done i'm i'm on i'm i would be about to start the luncheon world i guess like 11 or something luncheon kingdom yeah 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 okay okay oh well this changes everything okay and i take <laughs> back the spoiler warning because i don't, I don't want to spoil it for you oh man okay okay but as Ooh. you and i have talked about before too that uh I, with the way that i personally play i there, there's so much of the game that that kind of has gotten spoiled because i play fast i play to get through it as as soon as i as quickly as i can if it says i need 15 power moods i get 15 power moods and then i get the hell out of there if it says i need six i get six and i get out of there and uh yeah there was something that you and i had talked about before that uh, i think (laughs) you're like okay we gotta we gotta do an episode on this because you asked me or you said something about becoming the t-rex and i said what what are you talking about and you're like in the very like you know after (laughs) cappy kingdom is like basically the first you know essentially the first level or you know we really get into the game and like it's like right there this big sleeping t-rex i'm like i've I have no idea. I've seen it in like the trailers or you know the, the ads for the game, and I assume that was like later on, and I was kind of working up to it. No, it's like right early on, and it's because it's simply that when you get to a certain point in this level, if you turn left, there's the T Rex. If you turn right, uh, there's the the chops, and like the and and I just went to the right. Like you could get through whatever the, the wall you had to break through. You don't need the T Rex for. So I was able to get through that without doing that. And I was on, I was like six worlds in or something. And you're like, yeah, no, that was, that was a long time ago. And <laughs> that spoiled for me. So I was like, there's a whole part of the game I didn't even, you know, like in a way that I, I had no idea even existed. I thought, I thought you were kidding when you said you, you had not become the T-Rex. And then you had not even seen the T-Rex. You think you just walked around by it. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't even show up on my game screen. I just saw that I, as Mario's running and I see that there's like a breakable wall to the right and there's the chomps there. I was like, well, throw my hat at the chomp, bust through it and on I go. Like, you know, again, as fast as I can, I see, I see a thing I can go through. I just go through it and continue on. I don't look back. <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of uh, when, when I travel with my girlfriend, I, like if as, as if we we can drive through a place and I'm like, yep, we saw it. This is awesome. I visited this place. She's like, you didn't visit the location. You didn't mm-hmm. even, you know, put your feet down anywhere. I was right. like, no, no, it counts. I saw it. I was here. Like, we're good. Let's go on to the next place. Like, I'd rather see more places. Than- so if you, if you like connect at the Denver airport, do you technically say that you visited Denver? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I do. It, I'm not lying. Yeah, am I? Right. I no, was there. You're true. You're true. Yeah. You're, you're on ground. Yep. Yep. That's me. So, so that's kind of how you play. And it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of Breath of the Wild where Breath of the Wild is such a huge um, space and there really aren't any signs that say go here, do this. And there are a lot of secrets. Like there, there is no reason. At least I don't think that you need the T-Rex. I may be wrong. Actually, you might need the T-Rex for some stars or some moons. You can get past the level without using the T-Rex. Right. You can't I mean, get I, every single moon, but obviously, like, because you did it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I got through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But if you were a completionist, at some point, you would need you would need to actually capture him to, to like, fill out that slot on the, on the list. But also, I think you might need him to assuming it's a him, <laughs> the right. T-Rex, to get a, a particular moon. 
yeah, I, I watched my wife use the T-Rex when she was going through it because she's the completionist. So oh, I, I, there, I when I, I don't watch her play a whole lot, but when I do, it's I, I honestly there are it is kind of like watching a completely different game where she's on the uh, the sand level or world or whatever right now. I forget the name of it. It's probably is like this. Yeah. Sand kingdom that yeah. uh, um, there's some race like I know that you can get on the lion or whatever it is that runs really fast. And you can do that on like the main level, but she had this like underground race where she had to like run across the um, these moving platforms and the purple water was around that kills you and and collecting um, you know rings that give you coins and all that stuff. I did not see that at all. And there's like two power moons or something down there, but I didn't know that race existed because I was able to get through the level by just not even going there. So. Um, I've I've had to watch. I think she's, she, I don't know if she's within earshot, but I think she must have done that twenty five or thirty times <laughs> just to yeah. try yeah. to get through it, and and just kept falling and falling and falling and falling and falling, and you know, it, and you know, so I watch her kind of work through it, and um, yeah, that's that's like I said, that one, the T Rex. There's so many parts of the game when I see her play that um, I just I have no awareness of. I never came across it. All right, so so let's take different examples. How um, where how far are you? What kingdom are you on? So I'm on Luncheon Kingdom. Uh, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's like eleven, I think, or so. Eleven worlds in. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So technically, you're missing a couple before you reach the end of the game, and then there may or may not be other stuff after that. But uh, you're 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 pretty far along. Okay. Uh, how many hours have you put into it? Uh, I don't know if there's a way to find that out. I would, I would guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you check? You have your switch with you, right? Yeah. Yep. So go in, go to your profile, okay. and it'll tell you on your profile. This is this is important <laughs> for <Okay>. the discussion. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, uh, it says ten hours or more. That's all. That's what it says. Ten hours yeah. or more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've got around ten hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Splatoon two says fifteen hours or more. How many hours do you think your wife and your kids have? Just curious. Oh, I don't know. Um, she might be. She honestly might be kind of close to me. Um, Aiden plays the least, uh, and he's he's kind of interesting in the way he plays. I'll talk about that in a little bit. And then um, my daughter Riley probably plays the most. I bet she'll okay. have. I bet she has more hours than anybody. Okay, so you each have your own profile and and yeah. log in. Okay, okay. This is yeah. this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have two switches, and so we have uh, the boys on one switch and the girls on another switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So so it's um and that and that's that's the whole family. So you're all playing mm-hmm. and you're all playing the same game, mm-hmm. which is amazing. In in my house uh, in my family right now, we're playing a mobile game. It's the first time that everybody in my family is playing the same game. It's got me, my, my sister started it. And then now it's me, my mom, my dad who are divorced by the way. And, but they're like battling each other on the leaderboards, my <laughs> niece, it's multi-generational. It's fantastic. And it's the first time we're, we're like a video game household. I'm like, when I was a kid, it was, it would have been kind of like your house, right? We'd all play Tetris. We'd all play certain games together. Mm-hmm. I have very fond memories of that. So it's so cool after all these years, now that we're all grown up and kind of old <laughs> to go back <laughs> and play something together and, uh, and have like even multiplayer. Now my, my, my six year old niece is challenging her grandparents in a game. It's fantastic. Awesome. So you, so you've played, okay, it's been out two months. You've played about 10 hours. You're at the luncheon kingdom and you play like, okay, how many do I need to, to finish the level? And then you go, Get the get the moons you need, and then you're out. Right? Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It says uh, as I'm looking at it that on you know the eleventh uh, kingdom, I have 106 power moons, which yeah. I, I think my wife is 
<laughs> probably like halfway there. I think she's probably somewhere around 50, even though she's only on the Sand Kingdom. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't remember exactly, but I think you only need around 120 to beat the, to beat the story. Mm. Okay. Now for context, I have, um, I just checked. I'm, it, mine says 30 hours or more. So I'm between 30 and 35 hours and I have 508 moons. Oh, okay. Jeez. So <laughs> I have 106. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so does that mean that, I mean, I guess we could probably say with some accuracy that if you have 500, I have 100 that you've experienced five times as much of the game as I have, you know? Yep. Cause there's yep. five. I mean, those are all moons that I've just not ever come across. And so I don't know where, where to go and what to do for that. And my moon per hour ratio is, is higher than yours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're very efficient. Yeah. Well, things I, change along the way, but yeah. Hmm. All right. So, so that's how you play. Hmm. How does your wife play? Yeah. So she's the completionist. She, uh, and she's always been like that. She, uh, um, you know, she's really proud that she had found, uh, what was it, stars in uh, uh, Mario 64, um, that she had gotten, she completed that game all the way through, you know, captured or, you know, uh, collected everything you could. And when we played Super Mario 3D World, um, she was the same way, that she wouldn't, like, move on. She might, she, she really didn't move on a stage until she got all three of the green stars and, you know, she didn't leave it at two and then move on. She would get, you know, she'd keep going, keep going, keep going, get the three. And, uh, and so she's the same way with this. In fact, um, she would kind of watch me and the kids play and she seemed interested, but it wasn't until we were at GameStop and she saw that they had one of the strategy guides for the game. And she said, okay, I'll start playing if, if I can get this book. Right, that like lists out all these like tips and tricks and secrets and descriptions and everything, you know. So now that she's got the book, then she keeps that handy nearby as she's playing it. And uh, but she doesn't, she uses the book, but she really, really, really resists looking anything up on YouTube or you know, Googling any answers or solutions to anything. And, and you know, I think I've only seen her do that a couple of times. Um, so yeah, she's she really just puts in all the effort of, of trying to you know push every rock and jump under everything and and hit you know throw your hat at every little corner of the game and yeah so she's uh she's only on the sand kingdom and uh, and still working through that in fact the the very first time that she did google something she was so frustrated because she was like six or eight moons shy of completing cascade kingdom and she like couldn't find them she kept like looking all over and just couldn't find anything and so then she looked it up and found out that, and I guess this would be kind of a spoiler, that um, it's those, the third world. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that those moons don't emerge until you've, you're later in the game, until I guess you beat the game, and then they come back, so you can revisit the old worlds and start getting even more moons. Yeah. So yeah, because she, you know, she'll pull up the master list and they'll show you know there's 25 slots, or whatever, and she'll, she'll she knows how much progress she's making on each world. And uh, so she was so frustrated <laughs> that she couldn't complete the list all the way through. Oh, that's so sad because it's like it was like this um, unbeatable puzzle. Yeah, right? Right. like she it's didn't like know it that you to leave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't get like the twenty third star or something, you know, yeah, power moon or whatever. It's good that she knew that like early on because if not, she was yeah, <laughs> she yeah. for a bad time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she's a completionist, and like I said, she's, uh, I don't know how many uh, Power Moons she's at, but I know she's probably, I would guess, you know, 50-ish or something like that in um, in the Sand Kingdom, in that third world, and uh, 
Uh, and that's how she plays. She's She's got to get everything. And she did that in Super Mario 3D World, Mario 64 before. Um, kind of, uh, to, if I could, like, kind of segue a little bit into my son and how he played um, wait 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 wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait before you before you do that because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is fascinating okay sure. this is fascinating yeah yeah uh, because one like so so she has this super mario lineage like it, it sounds like she's way more familiar with the series and like it probably means more to her than than it does to you mm-hmm. sounds like right yeah yeah um so if she's got fond memories of mario 64 she's gonna love the rest of this game um <laughs> and but I'm, I'm really curious about this whole idea of buying the strategy guide because first of all, that sounds like I haven't bought a strategy guide since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Because like that's something you did. I did when I was a kid. Right. I don't do that now. Like I would, I would look up a wiki or something like that. Mm-hmm. But but like her, like not starting to play without it. Is it like some sort of you know like a security blanket kind of thing? Like does, do you think she feels better playing with that available to her than without it? Yeah. If, you, if you hit it, would she still play? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, I think she I think she would, but I think she would come looking for it shortly after starting the, the game. Uh, she usually has it by her side when she plays. And, Even if she doesn't need it. Right. And yeah, she keeps a little bookmark in there uh, for where she's at. And, and what I've seen her do is to uh, read ahead a little bit. She'll kind of get a little bit of familiarity with the, with the kingdom like before she actually starts to play it. And uh, so kind of like glancing through it and then she'll start playing and have it nearby and kind of ready if she needs to pull it up. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, have you, have you had a conversation about that? Uh, like, not, not really. No. Okay. Because just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I find it fascinating that she would, you know, that she would feel more comfortable with the strategy guide than without it. Yeah. No, I was just happy I got her playing. I mean, she, she loves, <laughs> she, she loves playing video games and, and with this one, I knew she would love it. And I was kind of surprised that she was kind of hesitant to get into it. It didn't, it's not like she wouldn't like it. You know, I think um, she was just fine with all of us. Well, I should say we have two switches, but we only have one copy of the game. So, you know, we pass it back and forth between the two and, you know, a boy wants to play or a girl wants to play. Yeah. So I think she was just kind of fine sitting that out as, as all of us were kind of trading it around. But, uh, but yeah, I think she. I think once she got that that book, and that that made enough of a difference. Like, all right, I've I've got my tool. I'm you know I'm prepared and I'm ready to go. That's so cool. That's so cool. You said you all played 3D World. Did you guys play it together? Because you can't play Mario. I mean, you can play two players at once with Mario Odyssey, but it's not like in 3D World where you could each have a full character mm-hmm. and go anywhere. Did you yeah. guys play together? Yeah, we. Um, well, we same thing. We each create our own profile, and um, and so we each played our game um, independently of each other, but we would pretty often uh, join in together and help each other out. And so um, she'd always be Peach and um, uh, my son would always be... Uh, always be Toad? Yeah, probably Toad. Luigi. Yeah, yeah, I think Toad. And then uh, I was usually Luigi. And um, I don't know why I just like Luigi. But uh, yeah, no, so we, we each had our own, you know, game save or profile or whatever. We'd play it, but then we'd kind of help each other out when need be. And... Uh, yeah, and same thing. She she was super completionist. I was just just get me through, and you know how how can I do this? And Aiden was kind of the same way. My son was. Uh, um, it was it was interesting that he. Uh, I, I looked up before we started. There's a video I took of of him getting a Wii U. I thought this would be a really big moment. It, it was for me as a kid, my first Nintendo Entertainment System. And so then, like, we already had you know a Wii, and I had my old NES hook up and all stuff. But I'm like, all right, new console. This is like you know first new console for my son, and he loves playing video games. I get the Wii U, and he's five at the time. And in the video, he's just like 
what what's this <laughs> like it's a wii u and he's like what can it play wii games like well it's, i don't know but it's it's a wii u it's a new console he's like oh oh so we can play games on it like, yeah we can <laughs> it's just this kind of like anticlimactic he's like okay that's neat <laughs> so you know I'll just take it home and but um but sounds because, like aiden by the way <laughs> yeah right right exactly <laughs> so when he's so what was cool though is because he was five and and even though he's in preschool practicing numbers and and letters and all that stuff that uh uh, he learned math and numbers, I think, the most from 3D World because um, it would say on the screen how many stars do you have, and then also how many stars do you need to get there. So he he would it would say like you need 120, and he would see that he only had 108, and he would like kind of check with us how many do we do I need, and we would talk to him about doing the math and figure it out. I was like oh, I need 12 more stars, and then he would backtrack to the previous levels, get exactly 12 more stars, and then go unlock the next stage you know and then move on and so that was a constant reminder to him of you know where how many do i have how many do i need and so what's the what's you know what's the effort i need to do to be able to get to the next step Hmm. and he got to the end before any of us too (laughs) so yeah again it's just like my my daughter's ahead of all of us Uh, at the time my son was is was ahead of all of us too in, in 3d world Okay, so 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 how does Aiden play um, Super Mario Odyssey? Yeah, so he he doesn't play a whole lot anymore. Uh, I think because he gets kind of frustrated that uh, I I don't know if he really found a style that he was comfortable with because he kind of liked the costumes idea, but uh, then he he would kind of be really stuck on getting some power moons so he'd get like semi completionist, so that would that would kind of emerge out of him. But then. Uh, it, he mostly just wanted to get to Metro Kingdom. He really wanted to get to New Donk City. He loved the idea of being around like normal-looking people instead of like Mario-looking people, and uh, so that that was like his drive. Was like he really wanted to get there. But then, as he saw I was there, and then he saw that his little sister, who's four, is there, and he's eight. And, uh, you know, he's he's seen that all these people, you know, his family members are kind of ahead of him by a lot. And he was still stuck on like the second or third kingdom because he plays other games and stuff. So it doesn't really get a whole lot of his time. Um, And he just kind of of burned out almost, just kind of got frustrated that uh, that he couldn't really get into. Like he loved the game and and when he plays it, he has a lot of fun. Um, But he yeah, he didn't really get into the groove of like, what do I want out of this? He just saw that there was a level he wanted to get to. And the fact that his father and 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 little sister were both there he was just kind of jealous and that kind of that kind of got him off the game um but i get that it's like yeah, it's eight yeah. worlds in and it's like uh you know yeah that's the only thing i want i don't want to have to go through all this other stuff and you guys are there it's it's like it's not cool anymore <laughs> yeah yeah and he's fine just watching us he loves watching people play games so um so he's fine just uh you know we're you know, Riley will put something out. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to see this. Put on uh, handhold mode. Um, when she puts it up, he's he's great. He loves watching her play. Let me see if I remember this correctly. You said that Aiden was had played Breath of the Wild for a couple of hours, and then you found out that he he hadn't left the Great Plateau, which is the, the <laughs> right. opening section, right? Yeah, right. Like, it's like yeah. the tutorial section, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he he spent like he spent so much time on that, and uh, and which is cool because he's you know he shows in a lot of games he plays he shows a lot of elements of having my wife's play style of being the completionist and wanting to know every little thing. I, I still remember when he was five and he was playing the uh, um, uh, Mario Kart 8 that he would put on, If I, I think it was like time trials with like no computer players or anything. So basically you're just on the track and you can do whatever you want. 
And he would purposely drive really slow and look for every little corner or turn or secret <laughs> or bump or jump yeah. or, you know, so he would know all the shortcuts and where do you, where should you go fast, where should you go slow. And I watched him. He's you know, five years old, just kind of poking around really slowly on the track to like learn the layout so he could get really, really you know, much better at it and, and understand the track fully, you know. And so when he plays other games, he, he does kind of get into that. He wants to feel like uh, he has to get through some frustration at first of, of uh, you know, because he he kind of struggles a little bit with being really good at some games and forgetting that it took like an upward climb to kind of get there, you know, that it took a lot of failure and struggling to get there. So he picks up something new. It's like, well, I'm good at these games. I don't know if I want to try something new that I have to relearn and, you know, learn that's new and, and get good at it again. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, uh, yeah, at least when it comes to uh, Mario Odyssey, he's not, uh, uh, he's you know, kind of losing a little interest in it. And he's eight, you said, right? He's eight, yeah. So then, this is the most fascinating one. So how does your daughter play? You're, you said she's four now. <laughs> she's four, right? yeah. She turns five okay. tomorrow, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, she... Actually, since, since when has she been, like, playing for real? Uh, since she was three. Okay. Uh, like, really regularly. Yeah, she's been um, handling a PlayStation controller just fine since probably mid to late three, three and a half, three and nine months, something like that. Did you see that uh, there's a company that just came out with... Uh, child-sized controllers for consoles? You know, um, PlayStation, Sony just put out one. It's like flat. It looks like the yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah. 2DS yep. or something. Yeah, and it looks weird. Yep. It's like for kids. I'm like, for who? For my three-year-old, you know, when she was three, she was using the controller. Like, she doesn't need well, one for well, her. Like, how, like, how did she reach the triggers, you know? Like, on a... like. It must have been hard. Really carefully. To, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> she, just, she did it. She's, you know, she's, um, she plays Minecraft. She loves, she makes some really awesome buildings and, um, and, and plays, uh, with, with Aiden all the time. They play Minecraft together constantly. She plays Plants vs. Zombies, um, Garden Warfare 2, the like third person shooter kind mm-hmm. of game. Um, she's really good at that. She, I mean, she just, you know, lights it all up with the, with the, the triggers and everything. She's super, super good with it. Um, yeah, that's so she, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so with uh, actually, I just started playing Splatoon two with her the other day, and she's awesome. <laughs> so really? was, yeah, yeah, that was really great. Um, no, so she plays Super Mario Odyssey by collecting costumes, and that's her drive. Is that she she does the power moons basically to get her to the next level, so she can start collecting the uh, the unique currency to that kingdom, and she can start and then collecting coins, so she can start buying anything that's new in the game that that can give her costumes. And I think last I saw, um, she had like seventeen hats and maybe like fourteen like bodysuits. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I've got like four of each or five or something. Um, yeah. That's that's all she does, and she loves showing me. She's like, "Look what I can dress at now!" And she'll you know put Mario in a different kind of costume and be playing like, "Oh, Daddy, check this out!" And she'll change costume again. And yeah, that's her drive is to find new costumes. So the fact that she's four years old and she understands that there's different currency in each world, mm-hmm. yeah, and you can buy them like just that that alone is is blowing my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun to watch her play, <laughs> especially because I never know how Mario's going to look. You know, when <laughs> she boots up the game again, like, oh, she's got uh, Doctor Mario or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. So, so you said she's played the most out of out of anyone, mm-hmm. and so is she. Is is her main drive the the costumes? Is she like leaning more towards completionist? Does she want to see the next level? Like, what is what is pushing her forward? I I think it's the costumes. I think it's I think it maybe a little bit of both though. Um, she 
I don't, since she's ahead of us, I don't know the name of the kingdom, but um, I think it's a Bowser one because all I, like, when I do see her play, I see this big, like, rainbow flashy colored kind of castle in front of her. And I know she's kind of having a hard time with that one. But yeah, no, I, I think it's just to kind of explore the world. She does leave the assist. I, I put assist mode on when she first, like, first started playing, and she just left it on, I think, by, you know, by default. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if she follows that, follows the arrow, if it points her a certain place or what, but she just, that's just how she plays. She loves the costumes. That's, that's, I should say, like, I'm, I'm assuming that's her favorite part because that's the only thing she'll ever be excited about showing me. It's not that she got to a new <laughs> world. Oh, oh, let me back that up. Um, she would get excited about getting to a new world if she knew I'd been there before. So she'll be like, Daddy, I'm at this world too now, like you were. Or, Daddy, I'm at this one. Remember when you were there? And so she likes kind of you know joining me in that experience and saying that you know her, her father was at this place and now she's gotten there too. So that gives her a sense of accomplishment. But the thing that she also will run over to me for is when she gets some sort of new hat or new or new you know clothing for for Mario. This is incredible. So so <laughs> so you think she's on the Bowser Kingdom or whatever that 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 would be? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. There's there's a lot of good costumes as you go on. She's <laughs> yeah. It's I just know everything's flashy and rainbow colored and it looks like a huge huge castle that she's like looking up at. Um. So that's that's just my best guess since it it kind of reminded me of uh, when I saw that it reminded me of uh, Super Mario 3D World where you get to you know, Bowser's like, you know, area is like all colorful compared to everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I have questions, but I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything necessarily because uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where she is exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> okay. Oh man. All right. So, so the four of you play very different. I, I've just put more time into it. Right. So I'm, I, I think I'm a combination of kind of how you described, like, uh, I just, at first I just wanted to get through it. The reason why I have so many moons is because I went back. So I kind of just went through it the the first time, just got what I needed and jumped ahead. Unless there was like, unless I could really see, you know, a moon that, that seemed attainable. I was like, well, it's on my way out. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to get it. Mm. I would do that. But for the most part, I just went straight through the way, the way you did. Of course I did find a T-Rex. I don't understand Yeah. still <laughs> <laughs> how that happened. But, uh, I, I, I played that way. And then I eventually started using assist mode because the game gets really, really, really hard. And even though the game was challenging as is, it got to a point where it was very frustrating. And the assist mode, not only does it add three extra hearts, it makes it so that if you fall, you don't die. It immediately brings you back up like in Mario Kart, oh. where where a bubble just brings you back up to the track. Mm-hmm. That's what happens with a assist mode. Oh, cool. That's the best part of it. So there are levels where you're just falling off over and over and over again, right? <laughs> and and it's so frustrating. So assist mode really removes that. And at the point where I'm at now is just, it's just there are things that are just like, really really hard and and i don't mind i like I, I prefer an easy mode but i didn't turn it on until a good like two so so as you as you 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 finish the game and then this is this isn't a spoiler this is just things to like aspire to like as you mm-hmm. get more moons you can unlock things and you can unlock something at 250 and something else at 500 Ooh. so that's like really far away for you that's right? really yeah i mean well, <laughs> yeah. at 100 it's yeah yeah i mean you can start buying moons too at a certain point but uh i mean you can do that now yeah you can uh, buy like but, one per kingdom or something just to yeah no actually you can buy way more you can just keep buying them oh. yeah play with the currency you'll see just use up those coins yeah eventually you can buy buy more so 
So there's there's ways to like get to the next um, milestone, right? Mm-hmm. But then at uh, 500, you unlock this thing, which is just so difficult. And there's actually a cheat right now online where uh, it's like a glitch in the game. And there's a way to cheat all the way past it and, and reach the end. And I'm glad I'm glad you told me you haven't finished because I was going to send you a video of how to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't. But there, there, there's a lot of cool stuff afterwards. And I oh mean, now I want to talk to to your daughter and tell her what the what you get for beating that. Yeah. What I, costume you get. Oh, man. <laughs> I will say that I, I just looked at I grabbed my the, the girls switch. And okay. yeah, this is play activity for my wife is five hours or more so between five and 10 hours. OK, um, OK. That she's at with that. And. My daughter, so we don't have a Nintendo Online account, and so I kind of wonder, it looks like it doesn't track that then. It doesn't track her time. It just says, uh, has her name, and it says if you link it, then you can access various online features. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Um, kind of, I am going to open her game, though, just because I'm kind of curious what she, yeah, see, yeah, what she yeah. sees. I'll check her, <laughs> I'll check her uh, costume and hat numbers again this is fascinating yeah yeah i, I want to see this <laughs> it's it's so cool when you see uh your own kids kind of getting um getting past you in a game not just of course the classic experience of, a, of your child beating you in a game but no, no i mean they're into what you're into like that right. that's that's amazing enough but just having them be better than you, right or, i mean <laughs> yeah. like you know surpassing you yeah yeah exactly um experiencing it differently and getting to different areas than you and playing differently um let's see Zoom. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Showdown at Bowser's Castle is where she's at. Oh, okay. Okay. And, oh, and another thing I didn't know since I play as fast as possible, basically, and don't do any... Ex- yeah, this castle is crazy. Oh, my God. Oh <laughs> yeah, my Bowser's God. Kingdom is, is great. That, I um, love that level. She's, what? She's dressed as like... A little samurai? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, oh my yep. god, this is awesome. Oh my god. How many how many moons does she have? Um I don't know how to find that out. Uh, um, just go to the map. I mean to the to the ship. This is very exciting, I'm sure, to listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listening to somebody. I'm not even edit- editing this out because I'm all excited. <laughs> I, this is great. Uh she all right, how do I look at the the total number? So throw your cap, throw your cap at the at the. Oh my gosh, there's so many things. Oh yeah, no, I remember what I was gonna say. Since I try to play as fast as I can, I didn't know that you could buy ornaments for your ship. I'm 11 worlds in, and I bought my first one at the world I'm on. This like <laughs> so her ship is decked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she's got some stuff in there. I was like, what is all this? And then, yeah, I found that out. So she has. I threw it at the at the thing, but it's not. Uh, can I look up at it? No. No, no, no. Oh. You have to throw your cap at the Atlas. She has 100, the... 147. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so she yeah, looks yeah. like she's kind of doing the bare minimum, I would yeah. guess, as well. But yeah, her ship has all kinds of cool stuff in it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I look at hers, and she's got all this stuff. She's got a T-Rex. She's got a, a frog <laughs> with a hat on it. She's got <laughs> all kinds of cool stuff in here. Oh, that's 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 great. And yeah, she's, so she's she's close to beating the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's close to the end. Oh man. Yeah, that's incredible. Oh man. So so I'm curious when you so you're on Metro Kingdom now? Or no, you're on Luncheon Kingdom. So you beat yeah, Metro Kingdom. I'm just right? getting to Luncheon, yeah. Uh, she has so, twenty three hats and nineteen <laughs> <laughs> nineteen suits. <laughs> I love that she's using the samurai one now. Yeah. That is that's incredible. I kinda wanna change her. She, there's a clown. This is great. Like <laughs> discovering. I'm gonna put her in, in a different costume for what she plays next time. I don't know if she could be mad at me. <laughs> Use a different hat and a different suit yeah. just to 
and then let me know how she reacts. Yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, and we bought um because we love amiibos in our house too. Uh, so I got we got the peach uh, amiibo, and I don't know if they all do different things, but I know that they give you at least different costumes. So she has the so we have the wedding dress, the wedding dress. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Mario can wear the wedding dress and the tiara. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So it's funny. I mean, you bring that up, but if you if, even if you don't have the amiibo, it's just really expensive to buy it later. Mm-hmm. But you can you can you can buy it with in-game currency. The dress. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, cool costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you bought the wedding dress amiibo, like the 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 Mario Odyssey Peach. Yeah, exactly. With the white dress. Okay, yep. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And what's nice is that every time you touch her to the. Uh, amiibo thing you get three extra hearts like you get three yep. three life and anytime you want like so we all so that's another thing is that we're always searching for like where did peach go where's peach where, where did you put peach <laughs> hi peach over here so we grab like okay someone will play and keep peach nearby just like ready in case they need to heal up you know it's, it's funny i guess if you use assist mode plus you use um peach can you go up to like will it add three onto you or will it just heal you um she's i think uh, she three, has right? nine she has yeah, nine yeah, health yeah 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 so you say you get six with assist and then three more, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, I'm I'm all about easy mode. I I don't want to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. And this type of game isn't the type of game where like having more lives or more opportunities to to continue. It doesn't make the game less challenging, um, in the sense that it doesn't make the platforming less challenging. Really, it makes it less frustrating. Right. That's what I loved about uh, 3D World was that if you died enough times, I don't know if it was a set number. I never paid attention to it, but like. If you're trying something and you die enough times, then that star would drop and it would turn you white and you'd be permanently, you know, like invincible or whatever it was. But you yeah. still have to make your way through the puzzles. You still have to make yeah. your way through the platform itself. And you still get to experience the the level. Yeah, right. Still, there's still a challenge there. It just makes it just a little bit easier. There's this uh, comedian. I don't know. I saw this uh thing from a special years ago where he was saying you know video games are the only medium that punishes you for <laughs> right like <laughs> prohibits you from seeing the rest of the content like a movie doesn't just stop and say no you can't go further <laughs> right, right. you can't watch the rest of the movie <laughs> <laughs> you've got to earn it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 oh man i don't care how much you spend so so yeah i i love um i love games like this that give you so many options and so many things to do see when you're done with the like maybe maybe your son is is good right maybe your daughter will keep playing until she gets all of the costumes. Mm-hmm. Your wife sounds like she'll she won't finish until she gets everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't tell her, but you can get like a thousand moons. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The counter stops at nine nine nine, but you can actually keep going. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Uh, and also, the the ship continues to get larger every time you add a moon to it. Hmm. So if you see my ship with five hundred moons, the the like the, the bubble up top mm-hmm. is gigantic compared to what yours must be now. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, mine's still building, and but yeah. uh, but Riley's is complete. It's you know I think it's full. Um, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. It's uh, there's so many things, right? So there, there's so many different ways to to do that, and and maybe you know you'll get to the end, you'll finish the 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 story, and. And that might be it for you. I don't know, right? Like because you just want to get through it. Maybe there's other other games you want to play. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do when I when I get through it. Um, I do want to finish it, but uh, I do. <laughs> it's kind of like an in joke between you and me that, uh, of course, my favorite game is Titanfall Two, and mm-hmm. so that and I so keep heard. yeah, so you've heard. I do keep coming back to that game, and and um and that's the one that that is going to take me away from other new games. I get something new and I play it for a little bit. I'm like ah, I'll go back to Titanfall. And I'll play it for a little bit and get something else new. Ah, I'll go back to Titanfall. Um, but that's something also that Aiden plays and he probably plays the most of between that and maybe Minecraft, but, um, 
Although, again, that's only if he's really playing with his sister. But um, that's a cool thing that I've done. You talk about, like, you know, family playtime. Um, you know, I'm sure there are going to be some listeners who might be upset hearing that, you know, I let my eight-year-old son play Titanfall 2. But um, first of all, I play it enough that he's kind of exposed to it anyway <laughs> by watching me. Um, and second of all, we've had uh, experiences with him playing shooters, and we, we monitor his um, emotion regulation. We monitor his uh, frustration tolerance, his... Uh, response to authority, you know, between my wife, who used to be a special ed teacher, and myself, who you know used to work in in therapy, um, you know, we we and just being his parents, you know, we can tell when he gets amped up. And there've certainly been games like uh, Battlefront, for example. I'm like, oh, it's Star Wars; it's not bloody or anything. And but he would get really kind of agitated if he played too much of that. So we would back it off and say, okay, now you can't for a week. Try it again a little bit. And so we, we really do kind of watch and see if it gets to be too much, then we, we adjust. And with Titanfall, I really haven't seen any kind of difference or anything. We turn He turns voice chat off because I don't want anyone to hear or him to hear anyone saying anything. And so it's just uh, it's just him playing. And, um, and he's so good. He's gotten so good that I've been playing since it came out a year and two months ago. And, uh, and he's been playing since like summer, like early summer or so. And, um, and when I watch him play, it used to, I used to cringe so hard. I'd watch him and he would never wall run. He would like never call on his Titan. And I would just like, no, <laughs> and I'm like, God, you're not playing it right. Like you're missing so much of the game, you know? And then, uh, but then he got to be really, really good. And he's routinely in like the top three out of six on his team often in first. Mm. And so I challenged him not too long ago, maybe a couple months ago. I said, uh, Hey, how about you do like, we'll do a little father son, you know, challenge. I play on PC, he plays on PlayStation four. And so I said, you know, looks like you're pretty good. And, and, you know, I play a lot and, uh, but I'll make the jump to the controller, you know, and you're going to have a leg up, right? Cause he's already got the controller. Um, and so it took me a couple rounds to get into it, but I started getting like, uh, you know, getting back into being first or being MVP, getting, you know, a ton of attrition points and stuff. And Nobody that, asked you what, what 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 place you usually. I'm just in, saying, like it's you know, I'm doing okay. I'm not. I'm just saying I'm not like a, a garbage player. I'm you know all right. Because the point is that he is too. He's a good player, you know. And yeah, and yeah. so we would keep track of the score and and so it'd be like I'd get like 120 attrition points and he would get like 115 and he'd be like right there and then I would get like 95 and he'd get like 135 and he would like blow me out of the water and we would like race we would <laughs> kind of like watch each other and I'd watch him play he'd watch me play and god he had some sick moves that now it's like it's incredible to watch him like you gotta record that wait hit the share button save that vibe. save that video I wanna see that again later and so uh, yeah it's really fun to watch him play and and, uh, and yeah if we ever do kind square off that's that's a really really cool experience and we passing it back and forth and kind of you know challenging one another and seeing if we can you know who's going to be better and, and which weapons do we use and um you know then he he usually would get you know stick to a certain group of weapons and then he would watch me play with the weapons i prefer and then he would try them out it's like oh yeah no i like those two dad and um yeah so it's uh it's really been cool to you know where where's uh you know probably comes as no surprise we've all been a gaming family um you know for for so long and uh and it's just really wonderful to kind of see you know as my kids play from a young age and grow into kind of more complex games that it just opens up more opportunities for us to connect with one another across these complex games you know i tell people that you know the the switch has a very cool uh parenting control app Right, or it's like a monitoring app. You download it for Android or, or iOS, 
and you put your kids' profiles on there and you can see when they played. You can actually set different times for them to play mm-hmm. um, automatically. It'll lock their profile so they can't play um, during certain times. You can do that all from this app. And I think it's really cool. I I, I, I use it so I can monitor my own game time. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> because there wasn't, a, it, there isn't a great way to do that within the Switch itself yet. Mm-hmm. But that is like just a fraction of good parenting right that's because like you said like you're you're monitoring all these different um you're monitoring the experience for your kid and if it's not like a positive experience then you step in and you try to do something about it or you or you you know change it up you try to you try to help them and so few parents like we know this right so few parents actually make that extra effort And, and a part of it is that they're just if the parents aren't gamers and their kids are there's a disconnect, right? They're not speaking the same language. They they can't really, even if they, they wanted to help, they probably couldn't because they just don't know what they're looking at. But man, like, you know, just gaming is so positive for so many people. There's like this negative stigma of, of like kids like playing too much or whatever. But I, I, I love what you said about like, there's a good way to play, Yeah, you know, right. and it's not just with your family. Like there's, there are these things that you can teach them. Like you've taught your kid already enough about how to play and probably how to monitor his own experiences Mm -hmm. like no one sat down with me and told me hey if that game is making you feel really uncomfortable you don't have to keep playing right right (laughs) you know and and i i hear people all the time we're like no it's so frustrating i'm like then why are you still playing there's like a million other games you can play what are you doing yeah we're we're living a a pretty wild age of of video games that uh as i was telling you before recording that i bought eight games on the steam sale today and we were kind of laughing at like having you know how many games do i do i have that i haven't played you know and and uh and here i've got my my favorite game that i still go back to i still gotta you know make some room in uh um uh, Mario Odyssey. I just played the Splatfest over the weekend, which is my first Splatfest. Even though we've had Splatoon two since it came out. Sweaters or socks? Uh, I was I picked sweaters. Good man. Yeah, good man. Picks, yeah, my wife picked socks. <laughs> but uh, Boo. yeah, I know, I know. I was glad she lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So it's just it's uh, there. There's always there's endless choice right in games, and so you're right. Like if there's something you don't like, just don't play it, and uh, or if it gives you a bad reaction, especially like e- either stay away or just give yourself a break and. Um, yeah, we really try to make it a, a conversation piece. I think, you know, there's kind of, I think there's three levels of parent involvement in their kids' video game play that you've got either um, complete absence. And so it's just that's, you're not in that world at all. You don't, you, no involvement whatsoever. You've got like passive involvement and then you've got active involvement. And so I think with passive, you've got parental controls that you can set, but you don't really talk to your kid about them or like why or, or anything like that. You're like, okay, I just don't want my kid playing after seven o'clock. So I'm going to lock it after seven or I'm going to say the PlayStation can't play anything that's an M-rated disc or game or whatever. I'm just going to do that and it's just going to fix itself, right? And the kid's not going to be able to play that whenever or however. Uh, but then I think I think you, your parents really should take that more active step though to um, get to know the games that kids are playing. Um, at least watch a, a video or two online. I know that there's those let's plays and there's, you know, sometimes it can be kind of daunting that you look up a game, like a, a gameplay or playthrough, and some of them will be, you know, 45 minutes long or an hour long. And I know, you know, even as a parent, if I'm looking at something Aiden asked about me, like Hello Neighbor, for example, he really wanted to play this game I hadn't heard of at the time. I was like, all right, I'll look it up. I'm like, God, there's someone playing for like 45 minutes. I don't want to see, I'm not going to sit here and watch you know, 45 minutes of gameplay. Um, it, can I just kind of hop around or see the highlights or whatever? And it was kind of a two-step thing. One was I did not watch, you know, that long of a gameplay. I watched some of it. But the other thing was that I went to um, 
PAX East uh, last year and the, the Hello Neighbor had a booth. And so I was talking to a couple of people who were there and I said, my son is eight. He really likes this game. Can you tell me about like, does it have jump scares? Does it have inappropriate content? Does it have anything, you know, all this stuff. And uh, so I could have the conversation with them about it. Um, and so not that everyone can go to a convention and talk to people about that, but I was about to say, so your, your advice is to fly across the country, go to a gaming convention and talk to the developers. Right, exactly. No, yeah. no, it's, I, I think having the conversation in general, whether it's with the kid or with even other gaming parents, if you, you know, if you know your, your kids, um, uh, friends, parents, and you feel like you can have a conversation with them of like, what games do your kids play? What do they like to, cause, um, you know, it's another thing to consider is that you can have all these rules in your house, but when your kid goes to your to, to their friend's house, they're under those rules. And so, if your if you know your child's friend plays all these M-rated games and games that maybe you don't approve of, you know, you want them to follow your rules, but at the same time, you're not going to have any control or influence. You know, they're just going to be there, and you kind of hope that they make those wise decisions themselves, or that their friend's parents you know, are involved enough to know, consciously know, you know, what kind of stuff that their kids are playing. It's so it's so hard. Yeah, no, it is, right? It's super hard. We're not saying that this is easy right. at all. Yeah. Um, I, I did a whole episode where I I, I talked about how I visited my, I, I had to take care of my nephew for a week. And he was about nine or 10 at the time. And he was like, he loved Telltale's The Walking Dead. And his mom wouldn't let him play it. But he had already watched Let's Plays of all three games uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube yeah. over and over again. He knew every ending. He knew every option. He knew them back and forth. Like He, he could recite the, <laughs> yeah. the dialogue from the game. So I had the game, so I, I, I brought up my account. And I was like, do you really want to play? Like, let's, let's play, but I'm going to sit there with you. And I played the entire first game and about half of the second one with him. And honestly, like he was in school during the day. So playing through one and a half Telltale games took a big chunk of our time together mm-hmm. there. It's like, it is time consuming. Mm-hmm. It is hard, but like, I knew those games. I knew what was going to come up. Right. I knew, and I could, and I could have conversations with him. I helped him process what he was seeing. I helped him. Like we discussed the options, you know, he was like torn up about some of the decisions he had to make in that game. And if I wasn't there, he, and he eventually did play that game. He would have, his parents weren't going to do it, you know? And I, and it's, it's sad because I couldn't take on that role after I left. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly, I don't have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, man, there's, there's, there's so much that can be done, right? Because he, he really cares. Like he cared so much about Clementine, the, the, the main character of that story. Like he cared about her, like if she was a friend, you know, mm-hmm. like he really cared about her story and what was going to happen. And he was experiencing that alone. Um, without any sort of time to reflect or any and like there's you know there's suicide in those games there's murder there's a loss there's all these uh, serious themes and he was going through it alone and i don't know it makes me really sad one of the reasons why um we have the geek therapy twitch stream now is uh hopefully to be able to do that kind of thing like if someone I would love to be able to point to someone like, oh yeah, we did, we did a, we, we played through the game and we kind of talked uh, through it because you know a parent or a teacher asked us about it. Like that's one of my 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 hopes for for us to be able to do that. But there are lots of let's plays online with for with different perspectives. But it's so hard, man. But I'm just so glad to hear that you like. I don't think you you could do it any other way because this is like gaming is such a big part of your life. Right. Yeah. You literally just bought eight games like right before we recorded. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and. 
Man, thank you, thank you so much for sharing uh, the experience of not only like playing a game with your family, like in in completely different ways, um, but also like that. This part now at the end, like th- this part of the discussion is is so important, right? Because there there is. I'm not gonna sit here and say there's a right and a wrong way to to play a game, and I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. Well, maybe there is a right or a wrong way to parent. I'm not gonna say what those are, right? But I mean, when, when right. it comes to gaming, I mean, it is complicated. It is hard, and if you're not into it, it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging. So, reaching out to people who who do know the games, like again, like maybe not a developer, right? right? Well, uh, yeah, but you could email point, them. Yeah, you'd yeah. be surprised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially with smaller games. But um, but even then, it's there's uh, there are all kinds of great resources out there, and uh. You know, even reading a, a video game review, you know, th- those usually don't take more than five minutes to, to read yeah. through. Yep. And that'll give you an idea of what the game is about and what's uh, what's in it, what's not. Um, one resource I like is uh, commonsensemedia.org. So I was I was going to yeah. bring them up now because I I like them and I don't like them mm-hmm. because they they aren't very objective, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, yeah. because once you read the reviews, they can be kind of... I don't know, like look up Titanfall and see what it says. I'm very curious sure. if you agree. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> because I've read many of their, because they do put in some reviews, but it sounds, it doesn't sound like a parent who is, or, or it doesn't sound like someone who's into gaming or knows about games, right? It's mostly like, I don't know. I think the common sense media is a good place to start just to get kind of a broad strokes. But I definitely agree that like maybe a review, right, from a trusted reviewer or a trusted site that has a kind of a perspective that you, that you, you start, you know, like you, you start to find reviewers and, and websites that, that have a, a, a certain perspective that you agree with is, is probably a better bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I'm looking at it right now, um, I honestly, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I, I use it for quick snapshot kind of uh, a perspective of a game. So I'll see, you know, they have parents say and kids say whatever the uh, age ranges are. I always think it's interesting when you find a game. It, it's not the case here with Titanfall 2, but um, when you find a game and the parents will say like, uh, it's appropriate for like ten and up, and the kids will be like, "No, it's like thirteen and up." <laughs> like the kids, <laughs> the kids say yeah. that no, yeah. you really should be older to play it. And the, and the parents are like, no, "I think it's okay for younger kids." Um, yeah. But no, I think the summary is pretty spot on about the game. Um, I really like the okay. they have these this like little grid where they have like positive messages, positive role models, ease of play, violence, sex, language, consumerism, and so on. And they have these like dots, and so it basically tells you like how strong are the positive messages or how easy is it to play how violent is it and so you know you can kind of see um is it you know really really strong in that domain or is it really weak and you know so there's, there's like no sex for example in this and uh, but four out of five for violence and i think that's pretty spot on i mean knowing the game i think it's accurate and so when i when i see games in here for the most part i think it's uh i think it's pretty accurate for just giving um you know i wouldn't base any any decisions solely on common sense media but i do think yeah. that it's uh it's a really good resource and personally i i really like it yeah but i think it's a good place to start like i said yeah. I, I definitely wanted to mention it and i'll put a link in the show notes uh to it because it's a it's a good place to start if you if you want to just find out about what it is that your kids are doing yeah or or your significant other like right we just talked about a whole family playing together like if you if your wife is obsessed with a game and you're like what is she playing mm-hmm. you can still check comments as media yeah exactly <laughs> like oh okay that's, that's what she's into yeah it's awesome yeah 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 exactly mm-hmm. oh four out of five in violence okay <laughs> i didn't i didn't know she had it in her <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> that's actually what her uh, favorite series right now she's going through all the bioshock games she she completed infinite and then um she went back now she's going to play uh, the earlier games uh, trying to work through those 
Yeah. So just funny you mentioned that. Yeah. She loves violent games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't do it. I, no, I, I, nope, yeah. I can't do Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Too uncomfortable. Oh, man. Yeah, no, this is this is a, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much. If people wanted to find you, where could they find you? Yeah, you can find me at Comicspedia on, uh, on Twitter. Comicspedia.net is my website. Uh, basically, if you Google Comicspedia, like comics, plural, you know, no X or fancy letters or anything like that. And then Pedia, like Wikipedia, Comicspedia. Um, Google that or throw it up. It's uh, on Twitter, wherever you're going to, you're going to find me. And we're Headshots. We're part of the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. Geek Therapy just started a brand new Patreon. Have you heard about this, Patrick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty excited. We're starting in January. We're starting a book club. And of course, we're, I, I don't know if we'll ever get to any actual books, but uh, we're playing a game in January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if you're interested in that, there's a, a link there. All patrons at, at uh, $1 and up are automatically a part of the of the GT Book Club. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to have like audio and community stuff. Um, and we also, one of our tiers is a gamer tier. So that one is, and I'm glad we talked about like how much work it is to be able to, <laughs> mm. to talk to your kids about a game. Like you have to do, at, at the very least, do some research, right? Like we said, go to a website. At the other extreme, go to a convention and talk to the developer. <laughs> right. But, you know, but if you play the game and all that stuff, so so the that part is going to have exclusive stuff and, and have uh, patrons at that level help suggest games that we can do Let's Plays on that will be way more um, in-depth than a live stream, for example, right? So it will be, like, more produced and things like that. So definitely check out the Patreon. And I mentioned before, we have a Geek Therapy Twitch channel, which uh, we both stream on. Mm-hmm occasionally and uh more so in the future is your computer okay to stream now uh it's yeah yes and no oh. i still gotta, still gotta take care of something but uh i hope to be back really soon pcs yeah but we'll definitely <laughs> you'll definitely see uh o'connor i want to titanfall too yeah exactly yeah that or i would love to do some vr stuff uh yeah I love yeah. to play especially because i'm finding more games that now they'll, they're starting to do the um, what's it called? Asymmetric or asynchronous, where like one person can sit down at the computer while one person is wearing the Vive, and so then we can like yeah. play together. Yeah, yeah I really yeah. want to do that. Yeah, no, I definitely want to want to do it too, but I'm afraid I'll knock the camera over as I'm waving my controllers <laughs> around with VR. Right. But that's definitely on my agenda too. I've actually been like collecting VR games to start uh, streaming a couple of those. Awesome. At least in in small bits. Yeah, we'll definitely do that in the future. So that's at twitch.tv slash Geek Therapy. Uh, headshots is at headshotspodcast.com at headshotscast on Twitter. And I am Josue Cardona at Josue A. Cardona. Again, Patrick O'Connor is at Comicspedia on Twitter. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. You've just listened to Headshots on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit geektherapy.com.